What's going on, Society members? Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of the Underground Society podcast. If you are new, welcome to the show. This podcast is a place where we get to know some of your favorite up-and-coming talent and speak to some industry professionals in the EDM industry. I'm your host, Justin McGarry. Thank you all for tuning in today. On the show, we have another Hostati Music Network artist who just recently joined the team, and he goes by the name of DJ Midnight. In the interview, he tells us all about his story from transitioning from making bass music to house music and a little bit of the reasoning behind why he did that. But before we get into the interview and the episode, just a few reminders for you guys. Don't forget about the Underground Society playlist called Society Selects that is available only on Spotify. And also come join our Facebook group, the Society Meeting Room, which is kind of our inner circle of society members. You can find the link to both of those in the description of this episode. Hey, this is Chris, and you're listening to the Underground Society Podcast. The show's going to start here soon, so just sit back and enjoy the ride. I'm with the Air of EDM, an all-encompassing lifestyle brand surrounded and inspired by the electronic dance music culture. We are a magazine, lifestyle-inspired monthly subscription box, and event company. Our main focuses are on the music and community. Give us a follow and see what is happening next with us at era of edm again at e-r-a-o-f-e-d-m to kick things off we have axel boys track called unified followed up by back and forth by borges enjoy the episode guys it is our duty as human beings no matter what our political persuasion our religious preference race or nationality to raise one unified voice of protest of indignation
I hope you guys enjoyed both of those. Um, fun fact, Borges actually played my very first festival that I went to. So, of course, he will always have a special place in my heart. But honestly, I haven't really listened to much of his music since like 2015 until the song that you just heard. So maybe this is a sign for a new wave of Borges music. I don't know. Uh, hopefully. Our last track is a new one from Chris Lorenzo and AC Slater called Fly With Us. And then we'll be diving right into the interview with Midnight. Yeah. 
I'm super excited for this one. Uh, another Hostati Music Network artist now, uh, but not only that, but our next house artist. So I'm super excited for you to be on the show. DJ Midnight, how we doing? Great. Thanks for having me. Good. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so we've been working together for about a month now, maybe a couple months. You joined Hostati back. When did you actually sign with us? 
uh, I want to say three weeks ago. It was pretty, pretty okay. fresh. It's yeah, not even yeah. a month yet. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and then we joined forces with your project Freaky Friday as well, which I want to talk about later in the interview. But other than that, I did want to hear a little bit more about your backstory because I only know like little snippets about you. So, can you give us a little bit of insight of like where you're from and who you are as a person? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thanks for asking. It's kind of been crazy. So, I'm 23. I was born on the East Coast. I was born in Massachusetts. Lived there for probably two or three years, and then ended up growing up outside of Philadelphia. Sweet. Um, so, like Philly's what I call home. home. You know what I mean? Um, shout out Simtronics. Yeah. Shout out Simtronics. <laughs> yes. 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 Legend. He actually grew up like 20 minutes away from me. That's wild. Um, all my friends are you know go to his after parties all the time. I'm uh-huh. like, dude, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that. Um, so yeah, I grew up in the Philly area, moved out here April of 2018. So, okay. you know, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moved out here actually. So I was in the Air Force for like a year and some change. I was gonna um, ask you that. You kind of seem like a military guy. Yeah. So it was <laughs> it was funny kind of how it ended up because um I moved out here for the spring and summer to just kind of enjoy California, you know, live it up a little bit, right? My dad had moved out here back what, in 2016. Was your, was your expectations of California what it ended up actually being? No, no. Okay, so like, <laughs> like, like California, right? You're thinking, oh, palm trees, beaches. No, yes. I moved here. I'm like, it's cold. It's raining. I'm like, where am I, right? So <laughs> that was like kind of the whole expectation for me. This I is got California? Out what the hell I'm is like, this? I'm like, gas is $5 a gallon. Why am yeah. I here? Like, yeah. Um, Anyways, but, your, yeah. Dad, your dad had a job yeah. out here, you said? Yeah, so, okay. My dad got a job out here in 2016, moved out here. So it was my intention to just move out here for the summer to just travel a little bit, see what California was all about before I left for the military. So August that year, I left, went to basic training, did all my stuff. I ended up getting out early because my asthma. So I came oh, back, shit. but I was like, well, all my stuff's moved to California already. So mm-hmm. I guess I'll come back here. So yeah, I just ended up in NorCal and that's pretty much how it started never really had intentions on living on the west coast you could have asked me five years ago i never never thought i'd be living here yeah. so you know it's just funny how the world works sometimes yeah. but what made you stay um just the people i've met you know i've been so lucky to be able to you know network with so many amazing people out here and just the opportunities that were presented to me was yeah. something that i was like i'm here for it you know so yeah how um, did you get into music originally uh, so it's funny you ask. I actually used to hate EDM. Like, absolutely <laughs> hated it. Yes. Um, I was that guy that was like, raves are weird. Like, <laughs> what is this weird Wook stuff? Like, I'm not going to any of these festivals. Well, like, that's what that's what's popular, yeah, right? All the, yeah, all the bass and music like, and Wook stuff. Yeah, like, it's yeah, music, right? what you produce, actually produce and play. It's very, very different scene. Within, is, within the same umbrella, scene. but it is a much different scene. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like literally hated EDM. I like I kind of knew house music, but wasn't like huge into it. And then yeah, it like really just changed for me. Like three years ago, I went to Vegas for the first time. I saw Nightmare Throw Down on a Tuesday oh. night at Omnia. And from that point on, I was like, this is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> like this is yeah, this is crazy, right? That was so the moment. So I took that energy, right? And I was like, okay, how can I harvest this? So I brought it back home to Sacramento and you know, I bought like a hundred dollar DJ controller on like Facebook marketplace or something. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to use this for a new year's party. So through like this massive new year's party at my house had like, you know, over a hundred random people at my house that I did not know, by the way, never doing that again. Highly don't recommend it. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I did that, but I was like, ah, you know, we'll just have a party like cool, fun stuff. Right. Did that. And then 
you know, that turned into a $500 controller and that mm-hmm. turned into thousands of dollars CDJ. and that turned into like <laughs> CDJs, right? And like all this expensive stuff where it's like, okay, that's cool to have a hobby, but at one point, is your hobby going to become a business and a profession, right? And so right. like, I was like, okay, I've dumped thousands of dollars into my hobby. Like it's beyond that at this point. So um, I really just took that opportunity to grow with it. And, you know, like I said, I was blessed to meet so many amazing people out here. So it just really well, kind of worked out. And it's know? nice too, because it's like comparative to Philly. It's a lot closer to Vegas. It's a lot closer to LA. It's a lot closer, like more central hubs. I mean, Florida is pretty big, but, um, and then Denver, obviously for bass music, but you're not in bass music. So let's not talk about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a lot closer to like more easily reachable markets, I guess. And kind of the hubs for, for what you do now. Um, over time, like, how has writing changed for you? Like from the early beginnings of you starting to produce to like what you do now, what has that journey been like for you? Um, you know, it's funny because you're talking about, don't, don't talk about bass music. I actually started as a dubstep DJ, okay. which is the cool. funniest yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, like people ask like, Oh, how'd you come up with midnight? That's based off of nightmare. I like actually uh, ran that by nightmare. and was like, Hey, I don't want to like steal your clout, but like, this is my logo I made. It sounds pretty cool. Like, what do you think? And he's like, dude, I'm never mad. That's fire. Like, roll with it. So I took that and... Yeah, when I looked at your name, I didn't... Honestly, like, now that you're saying this, like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But it doesn't really take anything away from that. Like, I didn't even put two and two together until now. Yeah. (laughs) You think of Midnight, like, it's some dark, scary bass name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I started off doing that. And then I just kind of fell into the house niche i guess you could say i'm you know all about melody and you know four on the floor kind of stuff so that's kind of where i fell into it i mean i still love bass music it's just yeah it's not my not my bread and butter yeah what you it's a lot different i think like like, i'm not a producer myself but I i feel like it would be a lot different like okay i really like making this but i also really like listening to this you know, like a lot of people, even like EDM artists, I know EDM artists that listen to country, like it's completely different, but <laughs> it's a lot different. Like you enjoy making house music, so just do what you love, basically. Yeah, at the end exactly. Of the but from the early days to now, like what was technically wise, what has changed for you? Obviously, you've learned how to do it over a period of time. How long have you been producing? Let's start there. Only about two years now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You've been doing producing a lot longer. Damn, you built yeah, a freaking following then. Work my ass <laughs> off. Yeah. yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, Damn. I've um, I've said to a lot of people, and I'm like, look, I haven't been in this game forever, so I'm not going to act like I know it all. But you could produce the most amazing music in the world. You could be the best DJ in the world, the best artist in the world. You don't put your stuff out there, people aren't going to know about it. You know what I mean? So it's like that was my whole goal from the beginning was, okay, like find where you fit in. Like don't mm-hmm. don't make something that's out of your comfort zone. Like do something that's you. Right. So. Yeah. And I'm still experimenting on stuff. And you oh know, yeah, you I've, should be. I've, You're only two years in. <laughs> yeah, I've gone. Even the from, top guys are still pretty. They're yeah, still playing you know, with stuff. Yeah, I've gone yeah. from you know dubstep to tech house to G house to okay. deep house to you know. I just you got to feel what's right. So yeah, but I mean, just do you. You know, yeah. don't yeah. try to fit some narrative because it's like society is like big in a tech house right now. So be which, a tech house which, DJ. Yeah, which which like, is funny, especially because like in Sacramento, like thankfully. Thanks to Midnight Events and this 916 block parties, they're actually pushing some like really good house music. So I'm glad that that is happening. But prior to that, it was very much a bass music scene only. So, and for me personally, like I, that's what got me into it, obviously. But like I like trance, I like other stuff, I like drum and bass. When I go to festivals, I like 
purposely don't sit unless I go to Lost Lands. Obviously, that's all there is. But when I go to like insomniac parties and stuff like that, like I intentionally go see everyone else besides bass music because it's so much in my face all the time. So um, I also want to talk about: Are you the co-founder, or the actual founder of Freaky Fridays? I'm the actual founder. Okay, cool. When did that start, and how did that start? Um, so I started at On the Y, which is the venue that we've been hosting it at two years ago. It was actually like for or just shy of two years. It was right before COVID. We did a St. Patrick's Day show there, and like literally that was the last show. And it was like COVID, everything's canceled. Right. Um, so like that was hard because it was like, you know, I put so much work in it just that one event alone where it was like COVID just squashed everything. But at the same time, it was a blessing and a curse because not only did it squash all my plans and work that I had put into it, but it gave us a lot of prep time for me to be like, okay, like when we are able to do live music again, like how are we going to make this happen on a weekly basis? And I didn't even plan on doing it on like a weekly thing. I was just like doing a monthly thing for a while. And then I had like a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, hey, you should do like a weekly underground EDM night in Sacramento. Like nobody else does that. Yeah, you can go to the park, you can get all these, you know, nice nightclubs and do that. But if you want a true underground house dubstep kind of vibe, that's the spot, you know? So with, with, I, with, with your name and all of your branding, I feel like that's kind of the vibe that you're going for in the first place. So yeah. Yeah. It was just that like works really well. I wanted to create an environment that was like there's no pressure. It doesn't matter. And that's the thing I love about music. And I've said this so many times. It's like especially EDM house music like doesn't matter what color your skin is doesn't matter your political views where you come from none of that matters it's like at the end of the day music's that unity that's going to bring everybody together and like I wanted to bring that into a venue where it was like screw your dress code yeah I don't want you paying $20 at the door like I wanted to keep it cheap affordable like keep the people coming back to have like that good atmosphere you know what I mean yeah and that's what the unfortunate part about house music now too it's like the higher class almost it feels like because like a lot of the shows like they cost a lot more usually like bass music shows you can throw a bass music show for like 15 bucks for everyone like house music like it's it's definitely up there unless for you know my midnight events but that's, yeah, they're running that's very true. differently too. But anyways, what are yeah. you going to say? No, I was just going to say, it's funny how that's evolved because if you look where house music started in Chicago in a warehouse yeah, back in yeah. the 80s, it's yeah. like... How'd that happen? People didn't <laughs> have money. It was the yeah. poor. It was the gays. It was, you know, yeah. the color people. that they, they didn't have those luxuries. So it's like, yeah. to be able to keep that like legacy that like Frankie Knuckles created back in those days is like an honor almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I was going to ask you too, who are some, like, as far as an artist, like, who are some of like your earlier inspirations other than bass music? Like, who, who are some of your, like, people that inspired you to make house music? Um, man, there's so many. It's so tough. <laughs> Honestly, John Summers has just been a favorite of mine ever since he yeah. popped into the scene. You know, he's really only been around a couple of years. Yeah, but, he's pretty new still. It's you know, wild seeing how fast he took off. It's insane. I mean, the kid, the kid's 23 years old. Yeah. I'm 23 years old. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, I'm trying to like compare myself <laughs> to this guy here. Like, dude, you're playing Nocturnal Wonderland and I'm playing yeah. at like a hundred person venue that, you know, it's yeah. just like. Everyone has like, their timing and I feel like. It's, yeah. It's also creates that like pressure for me where it's like, hey, this yeah. kid's 23 and look where he's playing and look where you're not. Like, step it up. So it's motivational. It's it's well. motivational, but only use it as motivation because I yeah. know for me, like, there's definitely other companies and stuff that are out there. I was shit. I was just talking to Dubstep FBI a couple weeks ago, talking to them about like not really having competition in the industry. 
like just because I'm like a fan of like John Summit doesn't mean I can't be a fan of Midnight, you know? Like it, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's yeah. really no competition in the music industry and but there is healthy competition to where you can use it to motivate you. So I'm glad you were doing that. You're going about it the right way. Just don't ever start thinking in a negative way because that's just you're gonna shoot yourself in the foot if you do that. So I also want to talk about not only Freaky Friday, but also us kind of joining forces with Hostati. How did that happen? Because I honestly am kind of out of the loop on that. Yeah. Um I just saw an opportunity once again. Um, I saw what Todd was doing up there in Roseville and I was like, Hey, look, I'm doing a weekly thing. You're doing a weekly thing. My weekly thing's on Friday and yours is on Saturday. Yeah. This could work out. (laughs) So I'm like, how can we possibly like combine forces to double in size potentially power and numbers, man. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, hey, I'll bring you all my Friday people if you bring me all your Saturday people, yeah. right? So yeah. what's the thing that we have worked out then? We're doing Saturday stuff and you're doing Friday stuff still? Yeah. So okay, cool. um, we've kind of like decided, I haven't like announced this yet. So if you see this yeah, podcast, yeah. <laughs> <you're> special. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we have decided to move all of the base head operations to the Roseville department. <laughs> so fire up's going to be like dubstep trap that kind of thing and then freaky fridays is going to be like house techno trance so that way like todd had the idea of like hey let's create that place where it's like if you want a true underground techno trance scene like that's the spot if you want a dubstep spot go to roseville so that way people aren't like you know having to figure out it's just like a set thing every week yeah that's dope also, you get management and agency out of the deal too. So that's nice. <laughs> Thank you guys. Welcome to the Appreciate team. you as always. <laughs> um, so I know you're always traveling around, but what are some like shows that are coming up that you're really excited for that you're looking really looking forward to if there is anything? Um, so I'm not going to lie. I'm actually taking a couple of weeks off. I'm flying back home okay. to Philly to visit family oh. uh, in like two weeks. So that's cool. Um, very much needed after these past couple months of just weekend Friday. after week. Yeah, after yeah, week. yeah. <laughs> Um, and you have a normal job outside of being a DJ. So. Yeah, I work like 90 hours a week, Holy push, pushing pushing 100 with all the promo and event stuff I do on top of music prep. So it's definitely, um, you got to take care of yourself or you will burn out. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, what job is it? I work for Aerojet Rocketdyne. It's, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. How'd you get into that? Just networking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, girl that I went to elementary through high school with her dad used to be like one of the higher ups there um, oh, no way. i don't know i think his last name is green maybe i don't know if you know anyone with no, I don't anyway, think so. um but yeah that's like the only person i've ever known except for now you that's worked there so <laughs> most people don't even know about that place <laughs> yeah i know what's your specific role that you do there um i work the front desk I work security at the front desk fun stuff perfect yep awesome Stream my you. music so I can get out of there. Yeah, right. You gotta, you gotta. <laughs> it sucks, man. You gotta like pay your dues and sometimes hey, it's on yep. No, it does not. <laughs> no, they nope. do not. You hit a certain age and you're like, oh yeah, you have a car and a phone and this and that, and it's like I have to have all these things yeah, now that I'm an like, adult. <laughs> I feel like so many people, especially in this industry, get caught up in like the whole music thing where it's like, I'm a DJ. I played in Las Vegas last month. How are you paying your bills? Yeah, that was one show. Like, Bill, you have your car payment on the sixth, your rent's due on the first. Like, get it together, dude. And if you're not making five grand from one show, that's not enough. Yeah. And you check the next (laughs) time and you're like, oh, God. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're playing if you're well known enough and you've only play one show a month, but you're making a few thousand dollars. Okay, that makes a little bit more. Yeah, that's a different story. But yeah, yeah. Mo- most uh, yeah. NorCal DJs are not are in nowhere, that boat. Close <laughs> nowhere close to that. Um, we'll get there hopefully. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, you're one of them that I'm that I have full faith in. So hey, fingers um, crossed. Before we wrap this up, I did want to ask you um, any new music that you're working on that you want to share or anything like that. <sighs> I will say I have a new EP in the works. Um, It's definitely... So it's weird with me. I'm like in that weird space between Tech House and G House right now where it's like, I make Tech House, but I want to make G House. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I always have four or five on the back burner. That's like my emergency cushion, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, I put out Don't Stop, which is my latest single. I put out, I think, three weeks ago now. So you guys go check that out. Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. And will um, that song be in your mix that you're sending us? Yes, yes. Excellent. A little bit. Excellent. So they'll hear um, that coming up. Um, what else can we expect in that mix? Um, you'll hear Lift Me Up, which was one of my first songs that kind of like quote unquote blew up, just hit 100,000 streams in Hell yeah. Europe actually about three That's weeks, four weeks ago. So, Which is good because um, like more people listen to a lot more house over there. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Like <laughs> they, they tried to steal the industry from us. Like, yeah. hey, it came from Chicago and Detroit, but right. we're, uh, <laughs> we're actually going to take it to Australia <laughs> and you know, London. So. But yeah, shout out to my buddy Harpsy, another great, amazing producer from Sacramento who, uh, Helped me make that track. So big awesome. shout out to him. But yeah, I mean, it's just been an amazing journey so far. I never would have expected any of this in, you know, two years' time. So and it's only the beginning, man. Yeah. If I gotta thank anybody for this, it's you know, you guys and all the other people that have helped and supported me along this journey so far. So it's yeah. really incredible. Well, I'm very happy to have you part of the team. So let's wrap this up. But I appreciate you so much for being on the show. I was awesome being able to actually hear your backstory a little bit more in depth and get to know you a little bit more because now we're actually working together so yeah um, welcome to the team and yeah thank you so much dude thank you guys so much for having me okay She 
probably gonna call Dr. Phil. I be feeling like I don't be popping enough, I be hopping. Showing my ass if I want it. Hang up the phone on her ass, block the number. I told you don't play with me, nigga. And she be acting funny, probably think a nigga need it. I thought I was famous, she say I'm a chief. They thought I was taken, I'm ready to mingle. The fuck is you saying, the
I'ma trap until the brick gone. If your father wasn't there, you wouldn't been born. Uh, yeah, I am a big dog. I'ma trap until the brick gone. Oh, take a step back. 
Bring them out, yeah, let me press that. Oh, don't let me get gas. I'm way too high, got a jet fly, yeah. Things get vivid. Squeeze a big man down to a slim fitted. So many chats about big, big living. Two plays, they can't let it be
that's when I knew, I knew, I knew, yeah. yeah. I knew. Navigate the globe as the cash grows. Get a nigga whack like you get the grass load. I'm talking slick when I'm with the big slime, nigga. You can hit your bitch, you can never hit mine, nigga. In my DM, they electric slide, nigga. No catfishing, this is not a fish fry, nigga. Never switch sides, I'm a dog. Catch a contact, hit your ride, go to my
heart like Jenga. I've been on a three-day bender. Ass is real, I'm a style bender. Southsider, not an EastEnder. Tiny, I scratched that temper. But I make a girl scream like Benga. Ah, uh, big bat like Brenya. Airbnb off of Kuwenga. Push, look at them looks. What if I could? Jug, jug, we good in our hood. Hard jumping, getting me shook. Money lap by MCMB. That man ain't from the END. Making news like the BBC. Off my head, you know you need me. Hey, 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 hey,
so into you, I'm so into you Touch me like you do, love me like you want it I'm so into you, I'm so into you Touch me like you do, love me like you want it I'm so into you, I'm so into you Touch me like you do, love me like you want it I'm so into you, I'm so into you
Oh, my God. 